Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Today is the day Title 42 ends and the border is wide open. Owen Schroyer is on the ground there at the border. Here is one of the reports he's filing at Infowars.com. I'm still rolling, too. Tell people what we're going to do. So let's see if we get kicked off of this land. Non-citizens, illegal immigrants, criminals, foreign nationals can come here any time, any day. Let's see if I'm even allowed to film through this gate. Let's see if I'm even allowed to walk through this gate. That sign says, do not trespass. All right. Well, you did just come up and talk to me, though. So I'm not allowed to stand here. But there are how many illegal immigrants over there that are coming in today? That's okay, right? So that's okay. Just say it's okay. I know you're not the problem. You're just here to facilitate illegal immigration. It's fine. So I'm not allowed to stand in America. I'm not allowed to stand in America. I'm not allowed to report in America. He's not allowed to talk to the media. But criminals, rapists, pedophiles, murderers, foreign nationals, millions of them can come across the southern border all day long. And our law enforcement, our government pays for it and facilitates it. I can't even stand on American ground without getting harassed by so-called law enforcement. I'm not mad at you guys. You guys are just doing your job. I get it. Just like so many other people just do their job. All those people that you see on the other side of that gate, I'm not even allowed to stand on American soil. I'm an American citizen. I'm an American citizen, and I can't even stand on American soil. And there's thousands of illegal immigrants on the other side of that gate. They're going to walk right across that border, and they're all going to get free Free phones, free phones, free plane rides, free bus tickets, free everything. But my law enforcement tells me to get off my soil. Get off the American land, you dirty American. Get off the land, you dirty American. This is an illegal immigrant country now. Unbelievable stuff. So you just saw it, folks. You think this is a game? You think we're messing around? You think we just make this stuff up? You just witnessed it. An American citizen threatened. See how they hooked you? They hooked you. Oh, oh, right, oh, right out of the car. Hooked you, hooked you, hooked you, hooked you. We got an American citizen. Hooked you, stop him. Hooked you, hooked you. Out of the car. Sitting up there in their AC. Sitting up there in their air-conditioned vehicles. Knowing thousands of illegal immigrants right under their watch, right under their nose, right under their chin, thousands of illegal immigrants are going to be coming across that border. I'm an American citizen, and I can't even stand on my own land. You watch. They could open that gate right now. They could open that gate right now, and a thousand illegal immigrants will walk right across that border, and they won't do a damn thing. They won't even get out of their air-conditioned vehicles. But the dirty American, oh, get him, oh, stop him, stop him, you can't come here. Folks, what is going on here? What is this madness? Seriously, like, have we just, have we just lost all common sense? Have we just lost a moral compass? Have we just lost uh, noticing what's right and what's wrong? Have we just completely lost our minds? So 
you saw it, folks, the drone footage, the port of entry, the illegal immigrants on their side, and the American citizen who's not even allowed to film, not even allowed to ask questions, not even allowed to stand on American soil. I mean, geez, what if I told them I was an illegal immigrant? Oh, no hablo inglés. Oh, me Honduran. Oh, no, I know nothing. Oh, give me free stuff. Would I be allowed to stand and shoot and record video then? Or is it because I'm a dirty American that I'm not allowed to stand on my own soil and I get harassed by Border Patrol and state troopers? I've broken no laws. I'm an American citizen. I'm on my side of the border. And Border Patrol and state troopers do more to harass me and stop me than actual criminals and illegal entries into this country. We're we're lost, folks. This is such a no-brainer. This one is so obvious. We're just lost. So I guess this is what we deserve then, isn't it? If we're going to let criminals like Joe Biden and the Democrat Party steal our country and give it to illegal immigrants, then I guess that's what we deserve. And you just witnessed it right here. No one else does it. Like it. It's Thursday, May 11th, year of our Lord 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to okay, three. the end of the country. It is May 11th. Today is the day that fi- Title 42 ends, as does our, our sovereignty, our existence as a country with a border. It's it's all coming down. We have just so much to talk about today. Biden crime family revelations. We have just a international scheme to reform the world in the image of the bankers, of the billionaires, in complete disregard for the desires, the well-being, the very existence of the people over which they rule. We have a lot to talk about. Of course, we're going to get into the Trump Town Hall that occurred last night. That was just that was a be- it was a beautiful thing. You can tell how beautiful it is by the fact that we have a Olympic sized swimming pool filled with the tears of the leftist <laughs> decrying CNN for daring to give Trump a platform despite the entire event being filled with petulant interruptions by CNN desperately trying to stop Trump from saying the things that we all know to be true. We'll get into that. We'll play some clips from that. But of course, our main focus will be on the border as it is in a state of absolute and total collapse. And of course, we'll be joined by uh, Rachel Wilson in the third hour, talk about homeschooling as well as just some of the other psychological tricks that the elite have pulled including i like i like the term she uses occult feminism occult the the truth behind the hidden truth behind the feminist agenda very excited to talk to her and we'll take your calls throughout the show as well probably open up calls pretty early since we weren't able to take calls yesterday we'll make up for that today but first let's begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Thursday, the 11th of May, 2023. Secretary Mayorkas claims border mayhem is Congress's fault. 
But even that is giving him too much credit. He refuses to acknowledge that there's mayhem at the border, and he says that they're handling it very well. Uh, the border is secure. He guarantees us, which is just, again, so strange. It's so strange when you have to watch interviews with this guy and and he's just lying to your face. Like, it's just so weird. It's, I you know, there's got to be a better metaphor to use, but it is very weird having somebody just stand up and be interviewed and they're like, uh, sir, is the sky blue? And they're just like, no, the sky is, uh, the sky's not blue. It's not, it's, um, it's a different color other than blue. Actually, it's uh, maybe red or purple. We're not sure we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's like, we're just supposed to sit here and every day he does an interview where he refuses to acknowledge just obvious facts that we see with our own eyes. The border is in a state of absolute collapse, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people pouring across on a daily basis. And he just sits there and lies to our face and nothing is done about it. It's, it's very strange. It's very bizarre. Mayorka says the lifting of Title 42 public health order does not mean our border is open. In fact, it is the contrary. Yeah, it means that the border is super closed now. It's super closed. It's like, you know, you talk about security. I mean, it's they're doing incredible. Uh, meanwhile, Biden DHS coordinating illegal immigration inflows with Mexico. In recent days, large crowds of immigrants have formed on the Mexican side of the Rio Grande prepared to swim over the well-worn crossing spots to Brownsville, but seemingly held back by unarmed Mexican immigration officials over the course of several, several recent days in this northeastern Mexican city, when perhaps 3,000 immigrants a day swarm over to Brownsville with no opposition on either side, a curious pattern has become evident, a sort of signal from the Mexican immigration officers, a group of about 100 to 150 from the crowd would suddenly stand in unison and rush down to the river riverbank, pass the immigration officers and swim over to America. It turns out that this pattern was far from happenstance. The Center for Immigration Studies asked several of the Mexican immigration officers what was going on and learned that President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security has been coordinating these mass swims with Mexico's immigration service, INM, at high levels on encrypted WhatsApp channels. The officers explained that their senior officers were in touch with U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials about how many immigrants were gathered and were prepared to cross the river at any given time. Quote, we're letting them know that there's a group of people ready to cross, one officer explained. So the Department of Homeland Security is now coordinating with foreign operatives to coordinate the illegal crossing of our border. This is open treason. This is sedition. This is war i mean we're at war this is a this is war but our own soldiers are fraternizing and coordinating their activities with the enemy you really can't overstate what a big deal this is we'll get more into this story a little bit later as it it gets even worse but yes while the head of dhs says the border is perfectly secure dhs itself is communicating in secret with mexican authorities to coordinate the mass violation of our laws and invasion of our country. I, I mean, what are we going to do about it, I guess, is the question that we keep asking, because so far nothing is being done. They're literally coordinating orchestrated invasion tactics with the Mexican officials. Great. Meanwhile, here in America, political police 
are being trained. New documents show a DHS program to target, quote, middle-aged pro-life advocates, quote, budding conspiracy theorists under the guise of de-radicalization. Newly obtained FOIA documents from America First Legal reveal the Department of Homeland Security plans to produce training videos that get bystanders to intervene against the radicalization of their peers. DHS targeted, quote, suburban moms with pro-life beliefs and, quote, old high school friends who believe in, quote, conspiracies as examples of radicalized citizens in need of bystander intervention. These findings add to the litany of evidence the DHS has shifted its focus from threats of foreign terrorism to monitoring and meddling in domestic U.S. citizen political belief. So yeah, political police, they are currently being trained. We'll get into some of what their training involves. And it is uh, literally things like advocating pro-life, being pro-life, wanting to protest against abortion, or even just like talking about the conspiracies that exist. Not the theories, not the conspiracy theories, we used to have conspiracy theories. We used to, it used to be hidden, so we had to try to suss out, try to figure out exactly what was going on. They're just conspiracies now. They're just open conspiracies where the elite get together to violate our laws, subjugate our people, destroy our way of life, and they're doing it right out in the open. And if you talk about that, you may very well be approached by a DHS uh, agent You know when they're not busy – actively invading our own country by coordinating with the Mexican authorities to uh, bring in illegal immigrants, then they'll be going after you for daring to think that that's bad. And finally, the biggest story in the country right now, Trump's CNN town hall. It's a very sad thing, but CNN is dead now. It's been murdered. The entire scheme lies dead on the ground at trump's feet trump hijacks cnn steamrolls caitlin collins in new hampshire town hall saying quote you are a nasty person we'll show you clips from that we will uh we'll talk all about it it's just a major victory for any of us who uh like me go to sleep really early we miss the town hall only to wake up to just like fireworks like just absolute chaos online as the left shrieking, crying, demanding CNN be taken off the air for giving Trump this platform and everybody on the right just laughing and just feeling that 2016 energy all over again. We'll show you those clips on the other side and talk about some of the reaction to last night's town hall. That's going to do it for our Daily Dispatch. This Daily Dispatch Daily Dispatch is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today to get your Survivor Shield X3. We have crews on the border right now. We'll bring you those reports as well. But know that everything is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Stay with us. InfoWars is known for being tomorrow's news today. InfoWars is known for having 98% accuracy on average. InfoWars is known as being a game changer. And our products are not any different. Two amazing products that I really want you to try if you've never tried them. Or if you've been a regular buyer of them, they've been sold out for a long time, they're back in stock. I want to remind you we're now back in stock. Are the Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth. I don't have time in 60 seconds to tell you about all the ingredients. But believe me, you want to go research. You want to go check out Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth. 
back in stock, but they're selling out quick. And despite the fact they're selling out, they're both discounted. In fact, Real Red Pill Plus is 40% off right now. But in a week or so, it's going to go back to full price because it's about to sell out. This is your chance to experience Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Thank you for your support. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved, even better. 10 hours clean energy, Turbo Force Plus, now in a canister, stronger, and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof, sold out for over two years. Just couldn't get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. A bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal. Infowars.com, band.video. Owen Schroyer is on the border today covering the invasion. It is the 11th of May, meaning that Title 42 is now officially expired. And for some reason, we needed COVID as an excuse to protect our border. I don't understand it, but hey, whatever it takes. Now that's over. And the invasion is well and truly on. InfoWars has a lot of the stories and videos. InfoWars at the border, the planned invasion of America exposed. InfoWars host Owen Schroyer of the War Room is down at the U.S.-Mexico border with our crew to provide firsthand glimpse of the chaotic, uh, at the chaotic and tragic crisis. Landing in El Paso, Texas, Schroyer explained he's at the border to expose the scene that the mainstream media is either outright ignoring or dow- downplaying. And, I mean, there's so many videos coming out at this point. Everybody who's an on-the-ground reporter in the right wing, is on the border these days from, you know, Savannah Hernandez to Owen Schroyer. Jorge Ventura, uh, Ventura, of course. And there's just so many uh, videos that I guess just aren't being caught by the mainstream media, aren't being picked up by the mainstream media. We can go first to... Clip number one here is a look at the border in Brownsville yesterday from the Bill Malugin uh, Fox News team. Go ahead and roll clip number one. This is, again, just just a, a small snippet, just a little, little preview of the hordes now migrating towards our southern border. It's not a big surprise. And, and the... You know, you get these strange headlines these days, like this one from New York Times. They ask, 
what's driving record levels of migration to the U.S. border? Hmm, what could it be? What is driving these record levels of migration to the U.S. border? Let's see what they say. Millions of people are leaving their homes across Latin America in numbers not seen in decades, many of them pressing towards the United States. While migration to the U.S. southern border has always fluctuated, the pandemic and the recession that followed hit Latin America – the pandemic and the recession that followed hit Latin America harder than almost anywhere else in the world, plunging millions into hunger, destitution, and despair. OK. Well, that – I mean that that could be it. That could be part of it, right? Obviously – it wasn't the uh, pandemic itself that did any of these things. It was the reaction to the pandemic. It was all of the policies that made no impact at all in a positive manner against the pandemic itself, right? The lockdowns, the, the shutdowns, the economic gr- machine grinding to a halt, right? All of these things left people destitute and in despair and, and looking for a way out. So, you know, maybe that has something to do it. Maybe – it has something to do with the fact that we now have a, a global government that manufactures crises to then take advantage of them. And COVID-19 was their largest and most successful operation to date. Uh, so maybe it has to do with uh, the reaction to, the response to, and the failed policies of the pandemic uh, that put these people in a desperate situation. I, maybe that's it. Who's to say? Say a generation of progress against extreme poverty was wiped out. Unemployment hit a two-decade high. Russia's invasion of Ukraine choked off a key pipeline for grain and fertilizer, triggering a spike in food prices. Okay, so there's another crisis that, again, is the outcome of the operations being carried out by the de facto world government. That is the international spy apparatus that truly runs the world and helped to bring about a coup in Ukraine and lay the groundwork for eight years of tyrannical and deadly bombing in the eastern part of that country as NATO relentlessly violated its former treaties and moved aggressively towards the uh, Russian border and caused the whole outbreak of the war in Ukraine, which of course happened just the perfect time right at the end of the COVID pandemic. So first, the first, you know, they manufacture a virus in a lab and then they release it. And then because the virus is released, they lock everything down. They throw masks on people. They force the world into a state of terror that they can then take advantage of in order to destroy the supply chain and really threaten the entire world with uh, mass starvation. And according to some studies, already have caused the death of millions of people because of that. And then right as we you know, see the light at the end of that tunnel, then the Ukraine war gets kicked off, which of course is these very same people uh, carrying out their plans of world domination. So, okay, these are two, two reasons why the New York Times gives us why there may be a crisis at the border right now, both of which uh, can be laid solely at the feet of the people who run this country as well as the global government, again, de facto, the World Economic Forum. Economic shocks were worsened by violence as conflict between armed groups festered in once relatively peaceful countries and raged in places long accustomed to the terror. Amid these events, smugglers and migrants alike have pushed powerful social media campaigns, many rife with misinformation that have encouraged people to migrate to the United States. 
I mean, is there any sense of irony? Is there any sense of irony when you have compilations that have been played over the last several days, many, many times here on InfoWars, of President Biden himself, while a Democrat candidate for the presidency, saying we have to surge the border immediately, saying come to America, you know, groups of people wearing Biden shirts, saying to cameras who are interviewing them, Biden invited us, he told us to come. Was Biden participating in this misinformation campaign? Is he one of the smugglers or migrants that pushed powerful social media campaigns? Or again, is all of this an aspect of the social media manipulation that takes place by the very people who both carried out the COVID pandemic scheme and the war in Ukraine? But okay, so these are the three instances that they say may be causing record migration. The accumulation of grim factors means that when a pandemic-era border restriction on Title 42 lifts this week, the United States will be confronted with an immigration challenge even more daunting than the one it faced when the measure was first imposed. For the last three years, the American government has tried to curtail the record flow of people arriving at the U.S. border by using the public health measure to quickly expel those who crossed illegally. However, when Title 42 expires, migrants who enter the country illegally will have the opportunity to apply for asylum, something many were barred from doing during the three years the public health restriction was in place. Now, I really feel like I need to just just lay this out, even though I say it every single day. If you waited even a single day, but especially three years for Title 42 to be lifted, you do not qualify for asylum. Even if your country is not the safest place, even if it's been racked by decade upon decade of cartel subversion and violence, you still do not qualify for asylum. Asylum was specifically designed for groups that were being targeted by their own government and needed respite from a tyrannical governmental force. None of these people apply. It's just an invasion, folks. The dynamic duo is finally back in stock. I gotta say, Batman is the triiodine X3, and Robin is the ultimate krill oil. These two things together synergistically do things to your cells and your body and your heart and your lungs and your arteries and your veins and just everything. They are incredible. The triiodine is essential to live. The ultimate krill oil does amazing things to your brain, your whole body. I love the dreams it gives me, but I take a couple capsules before I go to bed. These are amazing products. They're both back in stock. One is 40% off. The other is 25% off. You need to experience X3 finally back in stock, sold out for more than six months at InfoWarsTore.com, and I would particularly advise you to experience it with the Ultimate Krill Oil. These things together are amazing. They are synergistic. X3, Ultimate Krill Oil, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Video live coverage, breaking news. We are on the ground 
on the southern U.S. border, documenting in real time the full-on orchestrated invasion of our country. Band.video now has a new channel that you can go to. It's the U.S. border collapse being reported on by Owen Troyer on the southern border right now. If you go to band.video and look to the left of the screen just under the American Journal tab is southern border crisis and the videos are rolling in continuously from yesterday and will continue to roll in throughout the day today. You can see already dozens of videos on this channel explaining the border crisis, showing on the ground what actually is happening. We'll be covering it throughout the show today and showing you some of the exclusive videos that we're capturing as well as some of the others from other independent reporters that are on the scene. Some pretty shocking videos already going viral starting yesterday before the Title 42 provision was officially ended. Clip number seven, heavy gunfire erupted in the far Reynosa International Bridge on the U.S.-Mexico border. Let's watch that video now. You can hear the automatic machine gun fire. Looks like this person filming is crouched on the ground, maybe next to a truck, traffic at a standstill. This is a bridge over the Rio Grande, a border crossing bridge between Mexico and the U.S. You see running gun battles take place. Again, just just an invasion. This is, I mean, it's not, this isn't complicated. This isn't something where it's like some sort of legal issue where you have to know the intricacies of the law. It's just like an armed invasion of our country by foreigners en masse. The only little caveat to that is that it's being done with the cooperation and permission of the people who have been empowered in our country to protect our border. And we'll get into that story in just a second. But when it comes to that video we just watched, Gateway Pundit has a story that says police chief claims gunfire heard near the far bridge came from drill, plus Mexico Army pursuing cartels. There have been reports of heavy gunfire along the far Reynosa International Bridge, an international bridge across the Rio Grande along the U.S.-Mexico border. It connects the city of Far in the U.S. state of Texas with the city of Reynosa in the Mexican state of Tamaulipas. Tamaulipas? According to unconfirmed reports, several people have been shot and at least three have been killed. As banks fail and America, uh, I'm sorry, Mexican media reported that three persons have been killed as a result of a shooting that took place between armed civilians and, quote, elements of the military. One witness shared a picture of a crumpled bullet saying bullets bouncing off the Reynosa Far Customs facility. Now, Hidalgo Police Chief Romeo Rodriguez said U.S. Customs and Border Protection and Law Enforcement and local police were conducting drills near the Far Reynosa International Bridge with dummy rounds and inert grenades, according to Valley Central. I'm sure. No, I'm sure. It was just a drill. No, it was just pre- they were just pretending. They were just pretending. What? I, I mean, the border is, at this point, essentially an active war zone. You're telling me they were, they were holding drills. So on the days... On the day or you know, within the few days that we expect hundreds of thousands of people to cross with something like 150,000 people camped just across the Rio Grande, they choose that time and that place 
to hold a drill? Okay. All right. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm, I believe you because I'm super dumb. No, I'm like, I'm very dumb and gullible. So yeah. Oh, a drill. I totally believe you now. <laughs> it's like, what about the three dead people? Oh, no, don't worry about that. Don't worry. That's, that's something else entirely. People die every day. Yeah. <laughs> what? Rodriguez stated that there was a police investigation taking place on the Mexican side of the border where individuals who were suspected to be affiliated with the cartel were being pursued. Three of the suspects were killed and three to five vehicles were seized, Rodriguez said, after Mexican authorities opened fire on them multiple times. Local reports suggest the clashes broke out after authorities allegedly arrested La Pawa, a regional leader of the criminal group Los Zetas. So, yes, this was a... This is a, it's a war zone. It's a war zone for, against the criminal terrorist cartels and the lawful authorities. And, you know, civilians are being caught up in this and, of course, filming the events as they take place, only to be told by the American authorities, no, we were just – it was all pretending. We're this just a drill. Just a drill. Bill Malugin post this on Twitter. When you hear DHS Secretary Mayorkas say that migrants are placed into removal proceedings, that doesn't mean they're being removed. Sometimes it does, but a majority of the time it means they are released with future court dates. That is part of the Title VIII, quote, removal proceedings. Jorge Ventura, who's on the ground there, says, I'm speaking with Venezuelan migrants in El Paso who have been released with NTAs, notices to appear, with court dates in 2026 in major cities across the U.S., so I, I guess it works a little bit like this, and we'll get into this next story as well. Biden DHS coordinating legal immigration inflows with Mexico. So you're a Venezuelan, you're a Honduran, you're you know hanging out in these countries that have been mismanaged uh, for decades, and the subject of you know deep state CIA coups. If you ever get a uh, government that doesn't bend to the will of the United States corporate masters that are exploiting your country, you're not in a great place, but you're there in Venezuela or Honduras or, or something. And comes here you see coming along a, a UN representative who has a bus ticket for you and maps for you and a guide for you, and they tell you, just hop on the bus. We'll pay for it. It's air-conditioned. We got Wi-Fi in there. Hop on the bus. We'll take you to the border free of charge, all funded by American taxpayers and you know charitable donations by billionaires who have an open and often stated desire to destroy the United States entirely so come on hop on the bus you hop on the bus you're carried you know to the US southern border through a huge number of other countries picking up people along the way again all funded by NGOs and the UN and America itself funding you to get all the way to the southern border. Then when you're in the southern when you're on the southern border, you're organized by the Mexican authorities who are in communication with the DHS in America to coordinate your crossing to make sure there's no trouble, make sure there's no you know no one stopping you, no one you know attacking you as you as you cross. You stand there and you wait for permission to come. They get the the radio signal, okay, now's the time. Let's send 100, 150 people across. You're ferried across the Rio Grande where waiting for you on the other side with a big welcome mat is the United States Border Protection Agency, the Border Patrol, the security guards that are tasked with 
keeping you out. Instead, they welcome you in. They put you on another bus, more taxpayer-funded courtesies as they carry you to a hotel or an airport and give you a envelope full of cash, instructions on what to say in order to apply for asylum as well as a plane ticket to wherever you want to go in America. And then you're given a little slip. I mean you don't have an idea or anything because you're told by the cartels that are working in cooperation with all of these other multinational forces. You're told like throw your idea away. Say you know you don't know where you're from. You're told what to say. You're given a script so you can participate in this farce that's taking place and this big charade to where everybody's acting like they're doing what the law compels them to do when in reality they're working in a massive coordinated effort to subvert the existence of our country entirely. And you're so you're given a, a little ticket. Maybe it's your real name. Maybe it's not. They have no identifying factors that you have no permanent address. Uh, you've destroyed your ID. So they don't even know what country you're from, but you're given a notice to a pair. Tell you what, show up three years from now in Detroit. See ya. And then they let you go. This is the coordinated method being used to invade our country with participation by not just organizations that are funded by our tax dollars, but also things like the DHS, government agencies that are tasked with protecting our border. This is all a giant charade. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007, worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high-quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements. You don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, it's already begun, folks. The full-on collapse of the southern border. We've of course have been covering it. Well, 
for years, honestly, but over the last week, it has really ramped up in anticipation of the repeal of Title 42, the COVID-era rule that I guess gave us an excuse to actually enforce the law and actually protect our border by expelling people. Well, not anymore. And so, again, it's so hilarious when uh, places like the New York Times ask, like, what's driving the record level of migration to the U.S. border? What could it be? Was Is it the COVID pandemic lockdown scheme that we put into place and, you know, demonized anybody for opposing and told them that they were responsible for killing your grandmother if they didn't go along with it? And if they tried to oppose us, we sent armored vehicles to point guns in their faces and demand that they shut down their small business to comply with the completely arbitrary and unjustified economic destruction that they were bringing to the world at large, destroying for the, in the biggest degree the smallest and most insecure economies in the world, meaning those south of our border especially. And maybe it was that. Maybe it was the economic destruction that the globalists have wrought because of COVID-19, the disease they created in a lab and released on purpose. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was uh, – maybe it's all of the violence between the armed cartels that are increasingly the actual governing power in these countries that, of course, have only been able to become this powerful because they run extremely lucrative – smuggling operations into the United States because of our porous border, whether it's people or drugs, right, the economic power that the cartels have used to gain political power and then to carry out violence has all been done with the permission of the U.S. government as we refuse to protect our border and allow these economic beneficial activities to be carried out by the cartels. Maybe it's that too. I mean it could be one of these two things. Could also be the invasion of Ukraine. Sure, maybe. Maybe it's the globalist orchestrated war in Ukraine taking place. So it's like even the New York Times, everything they suggest, while completely off the mark because it's obvious what's causing the surge of the U.S. border. It's the repeal of Title 42. It's because politically everybody's aware that when the Democrats are in charge, they open the border for everybody. It was Joe Biden as candidate for president who said everybody come surge the border come across immediately and announce their intention to open the border and reduce any barriers to entry that may have been in place before i mean this crisis has been ongoing for years at this point with over six million people crossing since just 2021 but the new york times is going to act like they don't know they're going to act like they don't understand what this could be they even mention social media as if the left hasn't been in absolute control of social media and aggressively censoring anybody who wanted immigration control while allowing things like cartels to literally advertise on their platforms. We've seen Facebook posts and TikTok posts and all these others of cartels, like cartel accounts running advertisements for smuggling, saying literally listing like prices. Hey, if you want to come from here, it's 3000 bucks. You want to come from here, it's 10000 bucks. You want the VIP treatment, 15000 bucks. Sign up now. That's, that'll be like a post on Facebook or a post on TikTok, or it's them like advertising for recruitments, showing members of the cartel 
having jewelry and guns and you know power uh, advertising to other young impressionable people in these collapsed states south of our border saying hey come join us see how fun it is see how much money you can make so social media allows that to take place while censoring and eliminating anybody who actually advocates for the political solution to this which is the simple enforcement of our border laws that's not allowed so i mean even by the new york times own admission all of the problems that they point to all of the you know th- things that are causing this migrant crisis even they admit it's all of the things that the globalists have instituted over the last several years or enforced on everybody over the last several years. Like even they admit that, but obviously they're bearing the lead. They're ignoring the elephant in the room, which is the fact that the migrants are responding to the political situation here in the United States where the Democrats openly invite them to invade our country and demonize American citizens who maybe don't want to have their tax dollars go towards their own destruction, maybe don't want to be funding, paying for, and coordinating their own replacement as a nation. Now, all this is obvious, but this is where it gets really disturbing. The story from cis.org by Todd Binsman in Matamoros, Mexico. Biden DHS coordinating illegal immigration inflows with Mexico. So he lays it out like this. In recent days, large crowds of immigrants have formed on the Mexican side of the Rio Grande, uh, fully prepared to swim over well-worn crossing spots to Brownsville, but seemingly held back by unarmed Mexican immigration officials. Over the course of several recent days in this northeastern Mexican city, where perhaps 3,000 immigrants a day swam over to Brownsville with no opposition on either side, a curious pattern became evident. At some sort of signal from the Mexican immigration officers, a group of about 100 to 150 from the crowd would suddenly stand up in unison and rush down to the riverbank, past the immigration officers, and swim over to America. It turns out that this pattern was far from happenstance. The Center for Immigration Studies asked several of the Mexican immigration officers what was going on and learned that, Mex- that President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security, which is run by Alejandro Mayorkas, has been coordinating these mass swims with Mexico's Immigration Service, INM, at high levels on an encrypted WhatsApp channel. The officers explained that their senior officers were in touch with U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials about how many migrants were gathered and were prepared to cross the river at any given time. Quote, we're letting them know there's a group of people ready to cross, one officer explained. The Americans on the other side would ask the Mexicans to hold back the migrants, not because such crossings are illegal and should be blocked and obstructed, but only until the Americans had finished processing the last batch into the country through Brownsville. Once the Americans felt that they could take in more, the messages the Mexican the mess they messaged the Mexicans that quote they are ready to receive them. Then senior officials would radio on the on-ground immigration officers all of whom were equipped with radios. Next, the officers would signal to the waiting crowd to go forward and once they figure enough are in the water, they cut off the rest and push and control them back into line until the Americans signal Americans signal they're ready once again. The Mexican officers said the Americans initiated this system in late April but could only guess at why, perhaps to better manage the processing of a very high recent numbers of crossings. But the collaboration explains why Mexican immigration officers are stationed at the river at all and raises many questions. CBP did not immediately respond to CIS telephone and email messages for comment, but the process, which has never been publicized, amounts to control flow system most often used controversially uh, 
controversially by Colombia, Panama, and Costa Rica to facilitate mass illegal migration to the U.S. border rather than incur the expense and trouble of blocking it in those countries. Controlled flow by the Biden administration's DHS with Mexico also constitute a highly unusual U.S. policy that demonstrates formal acquiescence to illegal immigration and official willingness to accommodate mass, mass illegal immigration rather than stopping, blocking, or deterring it as required by law. It remains unclear as the Title 42 expedited removal power comes at uh, comes to an end at midnight on 5-11 and is replaced by a new policy if the control flow scheme will continue working. Treason. I, I mean, it's just treason. It, this is just open treason. The people that we empower to protect our border are instead, without permission, outside of the rule of law. There's never been a law passed by Congress. It, there's never been anything that's gone through the correct processes that say you are allowed to completely disregard any limitation to immigration and bring in illegal immigrants wholesale with co- in cooperation with the authorities in Mexico. This is just blatant in-your-face criminality by the very people that are supposed to enforce our laws. It can't stand. I mean, everybody involved in this from the Agents on the ground actually coordinating it to Alejandro Mayorkas and the people at the top who are facilitating this process taking place not only need to be removed from their positions, not only need to be deprived of the authority that they've been granted because they are not fulfilling the obligations that come with the power that they're given. They need to be punished. They need to be put in prison. They need to be put on trial and they need to be publicly shamed and have their lives ended by being sent to jail for participating in this treasonous activity, facilitating and actually carrying out the invasion of our country in sheer blatant violation of our laws. It's the only only thing that you can possibly do with these people. And the faster it's done, the better. Now, when we come back on the other side, I'm going to show you a video about the Darien Gap and the way that all of this is being orchestrated because the orchestration doesn't start at the border. It starts thousands of miles away as people are carried forward. Reminder that there's now a new channel on Band.Video where you can see our live reports from the ground. Owen Schroyer there on the Mexican border filling, filing these reports. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson to take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular would ever happen. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand, please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Since 2021, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have been apprehended at the southern border. 
That is more than the populations of 30 American states and more than the combined populations of Wyoming, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, and Montana combined. This investigation by muckraker.com proves that the collapse of the United States southern border is the result of deliberate planning by government and non-government entities. This story takes place inside the Darien Gap, the artery connecting North and South America, where the mass migration pipeline to the United States begins. To put it simply, migrants who cannot fly into any North American country first fly into South America, most frequently Quito, Ecuador, due to its easy entry requirements. From Ecuador, the migrants cross into Colombia and then trek across the Darien Gap, a lawless section of jungle where migrants are frequently raped, robbed, or killed. Those who make it across the jungle find themselves in Panama. This is where our story begins. Hola, hola. ¿Cómo estás? What's going down, baby? What are you doing? Hey, babe. Sir, friend. Bueno. ¿Qué país? Colombia. Colombia? ¿Todos? ¿Colombia? Perú. 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 Pregunta muy importante. ¿Te gusta uh, Presidente Trump o Presidente Biden? Biden. Yes, thousands of uh, new Biden voters. The implements being imported. Uh, He's asking where they're from. They're all from Venezuela. Previous ones from Peru, Colombia, of course. Venezuela. Everyone from Venezuela. Yeah, the actual families here. That's a that's a rarity. Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah. That being a family means you get to violate our laws and enter our country illegally. But after migrants enter the camp. They are processed by Panamanian authorities and catered to by various international government and non-government organizations. A few on the scene include OIM, Red Cross, UNICEF, HIAS, European Union, Doctors Without Borders, UNHCR, and the Norwegian Refugee Council. All of these organizations play a role in a carefully planned mass migration pipeline. Although Panama, the rest of Central America, and Mexico offer safe havens where migrants can seek refuge, nearly all migrants will head to the United States. This is facilitated by the various groups mentioned earlier, who offer migrants to aid and instructions on how to get to the United States. Migrants receive various maps detailing exactly how to trek to the U.S. border. This map, displayed in a highest care facility, shows the migrant path across Panama and Costa Rica, in this footage, a highest worker can be seen explaining exactly how to cross Panama. Say the bus is going to charge $40. How long will the bus take, the person asked. The bus takes approximately 14 hours. At night, they will transfer you in Panama City. A more comprehensive map is distributed by the Red Cross. This map not only shows multiple migration routes to the United States, 
but also includes rest stops across Central America and Mexico. Train tracks, train tracks taking directly to Laredo, Texas. Well, people who have passed already, uh, they've already indicated the destination to us. Right, so this video we found on our Substack, HarrisonHillSmith.Substack.com. It's by uh, Muckraker News. We'll be right back, folks, with more on the border. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. You know, there's a lot of news to cover today. Trump's CNN uh, massacre <laughs> happened yesterday and with a lot of videos from that. But, I mean, just in terms of the Great Reset and... Just the psychological operations that are going on. There's so many stories to cover today. But I think if you're going to want to get into those, you're going to have to go to our, our Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. It's where we post our show rundown, all the stories that we use every day. Of course, you can go to infowars.com to find most of them. You go to offlimits.news to find uh, links to it there. But we're going to spend most of the time today on the border before welcoming our guest in the third hour because obviously – It's on. I mean, the firing gun has been fired and hundreds of thousands of people are at this moment surging across our border, running gun battles taking place. American reporters who are on the ground actually being confronted by Border Patrol while the illegal immigrants get the red carpet treatment. Revelations about the way the DHS is actually coordinating with Mexican authorities to facilitate this crossing But as you're seeing in the video that we were just playing, it all starts thousands of miles away with a whole host of NGOs, non-governmental organizations, as well as supranational governmental organizations such as the UN paid by your tax dollars as they provide maps and translation services and lawyers and bus tickets facilitating the inflow, facilitating the full-on invasion that is now taking place at our southern border. InfoWars has teams on the ground at the border right now uploading videos, filing reports on band.video under a new channel that's been created specifically for that purpose. Southern Border Crisis is the channel on band.video. There's also a new Twitter account that's posting these videos that is at Biden Invasion. At Biden Invasion is the official Twitter account for the InfoWars border coverage as Owen Schroyer is down there filing reports and doing the investigations that should be in the purview of mainstream media, but they decide instead to cover up what's going on because they're complicit in this treasonous activity as we are facing what can only be described as a invasion of our country. 10,000 a day is what was expected. That number has already been exceeded yesterday. NBC News has the story. Biden admin to allow for the release of some migrants into the U.S. with no way to track them. After more than 11,000 migrants were caught crossing the border on Tuesday, 
11,000 people in a single day caught crossing the southern border. It's not counting the people that weren't caught. And when they say caught, what they mean is like, you know, it's like saying the, the front desk at the hotel caught me going in. It's like, well, they're the welcoming committee. That's what they're – they're there to welcome you into the country. You're not exactly caught as much as they've been invited and welcomed and gestured into our country. So just clarifying what they mean by caught there. But 11,000 migrants in a single day. The Biden administration is now preparing a memo that will direct Customs and Border Protection to begin releasing migrants into the U.S. without court dates or the ability to track them according to three sources familiar with the plans. I tell you what, guys, just take the day off. Just go ahead and go home. Just – why are you there? Why are you there? Like what what are you doing if you're not doing even these things? Like even this, as much as it's symbolic and like unenforceable, right – So they've gone from releasing notices to appear, NTAs, some of which are scheduled for three years from now, as Jorge Ventura reports, 2026 in cities all over the United States. Tell you what, welcome to the United States. You're illegal, though, so show up three years from now in New Orleans if you feel like it. Okay, thanks. Here's a wad of cash. Have fun. Like – that's that was the bare minimum they were doing before. Now it's so overwhelming. They're not even doing that. So they're ish, they're not giving them court dates. They're not having any way of tracking them, meaning they're not like documenting their inflow at all. So what are they even doing there? Like just go home. Just go home. Just take the day off. You know? Go uh I don't know, shoot a dog or something. Whatever law enforcement does for fun. Just like Get out of here because what are you doing? It's just uh, – I mean I, I guess this is law enforcement in America these days. I mean if you're – if you like, I don't know, like protest an abortion clinic, then it's kicking the door down and get on the ground, hands behind your back. But you know, if if it's illegal immigrants or you know criminals robbing a store or you know murderers getting away with – I mean half of half of all murders go unprosecuted in this country. So it's like, you know – This is what law enforcement does at this point. It's like, stop right there, sir. You're an illegal immigrant. Get out of here. Okay, what was that? Well, just don't do that. Just don't do anything. I mean, if you're not going to do anything, don't just don't do anything. (laughs) If you're not going to, you're not even going to issue them a court date. Like, why stop them? It doesn't make any sense. So they've just completely abdicated their, their duty. They've completely given up on trying to enforce the law in our country. And the outcome is 10 to 11,000 people in a single day, even before Title 42 ends. Oh, they're overwhelmed. Wow, we're so overwhelmed. The Biden administration, they continue, began releasing migrants without court dates to alleviate overcrowding in March 2021, but had previously enrolled those migrants in a program known as Alternatives to Detention, which required them to check in on a mobile app until they were eventually given a court date. The new policy would release them on parole without, uh, with a notice to report to an Immigration and Custom Enforcement office, but without rolling, enrolling them in the program. We're already breaking and we haven't hit the starting line, one DHS official told NBC News, speaking on the condition of anonymity because the person isn't authorized to talk to the media. Again, you know, I mean, what, are you, what are you even supposed to say about this? It's like, oh, we're, we're, oh, we're starting to break. We're starting to break. I mean, I, you know, I just constantly picture like 
if this was just happening on a small scale, I mean, I, I guess that's the only way to understand it, right? So you have like an apartment building that has a security guard and like this, you're constantly having break-ins. You're constantly having people that don't live at the apartment building, like swim in your pool and grill on your, in your patio. And you're like, well, what is going on there? And there's like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm super overwhelmed. And like the invaders, the, the criminals come walking in. They're like, Hey Jim, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. It's up. Uh, I can't keep up. I mean, it's so hard to, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Hey, tell your friends, by the way, tell your friends, come on in. Gates open. Water's fine. Come on in. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed here. I mean, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's, it's too much stuff. They're like, he's like literally texting, just like gates open from two to five. Uh, sorry, what? No, I'm do- I'm no, I'm really good at my job. No, trust me, your apartment building is secure. It's perfectly secure. Meanwhile, you're just like, my TV got stolen yesterday, and they're like, ooh, sounds racist. Sounds racist to me. And of course, you know, on top of all of this, the 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 compounding aspect of all of this is at the very same time. The latest reports, as we've just covered and we'll get more into later, new documents show the DHS, very same, very same organization that is facilitating the invasion of our country wholesale, abdicating and completely ignoring their obligations and responsibilities as law enforcement and border protection in our country. The very same organization is now training their agents to target, quote, middle-aged pro-life advocates and budding conspiracy theorists for de-radicalization. That's where their focus is, abdicating and completely abolishing their role as protectors of our border, just arbitrarily because they want to, no, no authority to do so, but they're doing it anyway. But they are dedicating resources and time and training to being thought police, being political persecutors of anybody who does not go, you know, uh, cre- credulously swallow everything the deep state has to say. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. We'll send the DHS after you. Oh, the criminal has been deported five times and is coming back to America and going to murder an American citizen. Oh, they get, we're here to serve them, but you, the American people, your thoughts are now our purview. We'll take you on. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that... 
cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. That's your love, that neighbor, not divide. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video is where you can find this broadcast. Share those links. Running gun battles on the border. A full-on invasion coordinated, orchestrated by those who have been entrusted with the power to prevent such a thing. It is a it's full-on it's full-on invasion. I mean, I don't know how many times we have to say that. People apparently just don't care. But there is a solution to this. There's a simple one. There's a solution. That wouldn't require really a single tax dollar, at least would be significantly cheaper than what we're paying for now. And you really, I mean, when you really think about this, it's kind of the type of metaphor or analogy or whatever it is that is used to explain economics when you say, like, how many people does it take to sell a banana? You ever heard this? Where once you start looking into it, it's like, well, you got to have the, the store has got to be there to, to sell you the banana. But the banana's got to get to the store somehow. So you have the truck driver. Of course, somebody had to build that, that truck. Somebody had to pick the banana in the first place. Somebody had to grow the banana. Somebody had to – and like at every one of these steps, there's 10,000 people that are required to keep the store in operation, keep the truck running, run the trucking business to bring the – and it's just like – what you realize is it's like a billion people are required to get their banana to your store as, as an illustration of just how the economy works. It's, it's sort of that type of thing where you go, okay, we're spending money. Like it's our tax dollars that are – some of them are going to the UN that are being you know, then used to, to fund and coordinate this the, – the migrant caravans. You've got you know, organizations, NGOs. I get American tax dollars that are carrying this out. This is all just like before they ever even get within a thousand miles of the border. Then like once they're close to the border, it's all of the border patrol agents that we have to pay and train. And of course, they're often putting their lives on the line. Just, which is, again, just another like insane thing that you, can you just imagine being a border patrol agent? like being fired at by the cartels, like putting your life at risk, friends of yours dying, like being shot by the cartels. You try to prevent them and like you're not even stopping anybody. Like you're putting your life on the line to not enforce the law. You're putting your life on the line to facilitate the invasion of your own country. It's completely insane. But all of that's before they ever even get to the border. Once they're at the border, I mean it's the housing 
of these people, the transportation of these people. Every single one of them, for some reason, is given all of the, the rights and privileges of an American citizen, even though you know we are increasingly deprived of our constitutional rights as citizens. They get lawyers. They get you know, judges appointed. So, you know, every single one of these people, you have to imagine the hours upon hours upon hours that legal fees are being paid. The judges are required to focus on them and not dealing with the crime in our own country. So then it spirals out to like how much crime could have been prevented if the resources weren't taken up by the immigration crisis. I mean, it's just endless money, endless resources, endless violence, endless crime. It just, it is endless. And the solution is so simple. It's so simple. And it's in our constitution. We covered it a little bit before. I think it was our caller, regular caller, Henry from Chicago that brought it up to us. I posted on Twitter yesterday and it's gone moderately uh, viral. And it, it is definitely the number one response to Greg Abbott's post about the border, meaning pretty sure he saw it. And it's simply a excerpt from Article 1 of the Constitution, Section 10, Clause 3. No state shall, without the consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops, or ships of war in times of peace, enter into any agreement or compact with another state or with a foreign power or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. So in other words, what is allowed is Texas – and Arizona and New Mexico could issue a call to arms, could actually activate a well-regulated militia of all military-aged men in these states and actually send an army to deal with the full-on invasion at our border. I mean you really can't quibble over the definition of invasion when you have 11,000 people every day crossing your border – that's an invasion. Just because Alejandro Mayorkas and other subversive treasonous elements in our government are allowing it to happen doesn't mean we have to. We can prevent this invasion. We could stop this invasion. And you wouldn't even have to buy us guns. We, we have our own guns. We'll just show up with our guns. You just say, hey, be at the Capitol on Saturday. Bring your guns. We'll show up. You can divide us into... Corps, divide us into regiments, send us to the border. We'll do it. I'll, I, would do, I would do it today. I'll do it today. Call my wife. Hey, I'm not going to be home for a while. I'm going to war. I'm going to protect our country. It's constitutionally allowed. It's there in the Constitution. You can quibble over it if you want. We can just do it. Like this is, this is in the hands of Greg Abbott. And actually the Texas Constitution is even more forthright in this. Article 4, Section 7, Commander-in-Chief of Military Forces calling forth militia. He shall be Commander-in-Chief, the Governor, of the military forces of the state, except when they are called into actual service of the United States. He shall have the power to call forth the militia and execute the laws of the state to suppress insurrection and to repel invasions. I mean, can you imagine having the lawful authority to summon a private volunteer army and not doing it? Yeah, it doesn't cost it. You don't have to get permission from anybody. You don't have to get Congress to give you money to carry this out. Greg Abbott could today issue an edict, issue a declaration, issue a call to arms, and I guarantee you 
a million people would show up with guns to repel this invasionary force. Just about everybody I know would probably sign up on day one. And then by day two, nobody's going to want to be left out. No one's going to want to get stuck in one of the left behind regiments. You're going to want to be on the front lines with all of us. It could be solved tomorrow with a totally volunteer force providing their own weapons. I mean, that, this is how things used to be. You know, read any book on the, the Civil War or anything else when the North said they're going to invade the South. South's just like, hey, everybody show up with your guns. They did. Put into regiments. Find somebody with actual military experience. Put them at the head. Maybe a couple days of training if necessary. And then you're off to the border and the whole thing is uh, shut down immediately. I mean, how many times have you heard during the debates about gun control? Oh, it says well-regulated militia. It says well-regulated militia. Okay, great. Let's have a well-regulated militia then. I mean, militia, all that means is the military-aged men. That's what the militia is. If you are a military-aged man and you're fit and can carry a gun and can you know, run a mile in under 20 minutes, you are in the militia as it stands. So we're just in this position where we could protect ourselves. The American people could just put a stop to this immediately. It just takes one governor to issue the call, and this problem would be over immediately. All, all the migrants would just go home. They'd just go, oh, the Americans are arming themselves to stop us? Let's go home. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007, worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high-quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements. You don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas, in the town of San Antonio, is a fortress all in ruins that the weeds have overgrown. Oh, man. You may look in vain for crosses and you'll never see a one, but sometimes between the setting and this, of course, is a song about the Alamo. You just got to wonder, you know, if you go back 150 years, you have, like, brave young men with their whole lives ahead of them, laying their lives down to protect Texas from... Tyranny of Santa Ana. Only to fast forward 150 years, and that sacrifice has been completely undone. Completely undone. It's just un- unbelievable. 
unbelievable what's happening right now as the United States government is helping to coordinate and allow the military-level invasion of our southern border. InfoWars, of course, has been covering this from day one. We will continue to. Owen Schroyer is on the ground now and uploading and filing reports to the new channel on Bandot Video. Southern Border Crisis is the name of the channel where you can find these reports that will continue to uh, be filed throughout the day. You can also follow the new Twitter account at Biden Invasion to see those live reports. And of course, all of this is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com at Biden Invasion is the Twitter account. But I told you we're we're done. We're done with being subjugated by these people. We're we're done with having to con- constrict and contract it's not because like every other like every leftist outlet whether it's vice or buzzfeed like just endless promotion endless algorithmic leg up right endless boosts by the mainstream media or just the big tech companies and yet their reporting is so foul they're the ideas they're trying to sell to the American people are so distasteful and disgusting that they fail despite hundreds of millions of dollars pumped into them. Meanwhile, InfoWars is more popular than maybe we've ever been, just as successful as we've ever been, despite the inverse, despite continuous attacks from the mainstream media and big tech and all of these other organizations, as well as, of course, the lawfare that we're going under. So it's not like we've been we really haven't even been contracting. We've just been in like a stalemate for a while as we have to deal with all this legal stuff. But we're going back on the offensive. We're going back on the offensive. We're sending people out. We are firing up the engines once again. And we thank you, of course, for both seeing us through this dark time and contributing as we head once again into the light of truth. We do it. We would not be able to do it without your support. We do it entirely reliant on your support. Infowarsstore.com is how you support us, how you contribute to this mission. This increasingly desperate mission to save the United States. And of course, but you know, the world. <laughs> like, I mean, Texas falls, the United States falls, the United States falls. That's it for freedom across the world. So There's literally no more important mission to be dedicated to than this. And, of course, it encompasses the entire spectrum of attacks that humanity is under right now. And we'll continue to cover the uh, egregious, obvious ones like the southern border, as well as the more subtle and insidious ones like so-called climate change and other aspects. We'll get to a little bit later, but we are sticking to the the border right now, although we'll we'll take a little angle on it because – as been laid out in black and white, no uncertain terms, with mainstream media and everybody in between, the DHS is not only not doing their job, not only abdicating their responsibility, not only ignoring their obligations, they are actually working for the enemy at this point. They are facilitating, allowing, coordinating, and actually in communication with Mexican authorities to perpetuate this invasion. It's beyond description. It's beyond tolerance. This is something else entirely. So they're not doing that. What are they doing instead? 
well, in cooperation with the CIA and the FBI and a number of other deep state organizations, they are putting in place right now the infrastructure to politically persecute American citizens to the maximum degree. Just to lay the groundwork here, it's a story from Breitbart a few days ago. U.S. intelligence community has new disinformation center. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence has stood up a new office to oversee the intelligence community's efforts to combat disinformation and foreign influence campaigns in the United States. Director Averill Haynes announced Thursday. Congress put into law that we should establish a foreign malign influence center in the intelligence community. We stood that up. And it encompasses our election threat executive work essentially looking at foreign influence and interference in election and deals with disinformation more generally, Haynes told the Senate Armed Service Committee during a hearing. Now, you may remember Avril Haynes as she was one of the directors that helped to uh, – you know, she was one of the managers and directors of the Event 201 program. We showed the video a couple months ago where a Chinese – actor in the you know preparatory scenario planning event that was 201 held just ahead of the actual event of COVID-19 and the uh, Chinese character in this said you know what do we do if people claim that the virus came from a lab and the person who responded to him was of course Avril Haines at the time she wasn't the director of national intelligence, but she was there to explain how coordinating with the media, they would be able to defeat any claims that the virus that they knew was coming uh, came from a lab or was the result of gain of function research. It was Avril Haines who, you know, was in charge of helping to coordinate the disinformation around that. And perhaps because of her work in that regard, she was made director of national intelligence and is now at the head of this global engagement center to apparently monitor threats from China, Russia, Iran, and others so that policymakers can counter them. You know, but they're also going to be focused on, quote, public opinion within the United States. So if you, you know, they tried to make a disinformation center with that weird singing lady a couple years ago, and we defeated that. But didn't really. We didn't really. They just went, oh, okay, you don't want us to do that? Then we better not tell you that we're doing it. See, they were going to be upfront about it. They wanted everybody to know we will now have thought crime. We will now be policing your thoughts. We will now be actively and openly designing and manufacturing public opinion in the United States. And everybody got mad at that. So they decided just to continue doing it, but in secret this time under the purview of the CIA so you could use national security clauses to prevent even the civilian oversight from – interfering with your activities. So the center will be focused on foreign malign influence aimed at U.S. elections, but also at public opinion within the United States, according to the law that established the FMIC. The new center comes amid House Republican efforts to reduce the countering disinformation bureaucracy over concerned that they are aimed at targeting conservatives in free speech. Yeah, well, uh, when it's what they do, yeah, that's what we're concerned at. 
Last week, a group of Republicans demanded more information from Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on the GEC, which, say they, which they say has expanded well beyond its primary mission of fighting terrorism to funding groups that hound conservative media outlets under the guise of diminishing disinformation, Breitbart News' Sean Moran reported. The GEC funded the Global Disinformation Index, a foreign data-driven advocacy organization which, quote, created blacklist of U.S. domestic media voices to cripple U.S. citizens, journalists, advertising revenue, according to House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall. So this is happening in the CIA. The DHS is getting in on this and is actually training their officers to interfere and intervene when regular American citizens have opinions that are against Big Brother. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks. We'll be joined in the next hour by Rachel Wilson. We're talking about more domestic issues, literally domestic as in raising kids and what to do if you don't want to send them to a government school where they will be told that you are the enemy, possibly indoctrinated into an ideology that if you don't agree with it, state might take your child from you. Horrifying stuff, but we'll get into it with her and how we can fight back against it. Obviously, the border crisis is uh, really kicking off right now 
The authorities were expecting 10,000 people a day once Title 42 ended, but before Title 42 even ended, 11,000 crossed yesterday, or Tuesday rather. Tuesday, 11,000 people in a single day. Wednesday was probably even higher. It will be significantly higher today as the chaos truly unfurls on the southern border and InfoWars is on the ground there. Owen Schroer filing reports. You can find a Bandot video. And we'll continue to bring you updates as they come in. As we are, I mean, to, you know, is the front line report in the global war for domination by the globalist. And we'll continue bringing you those front line reports. But you've got to see this all in totality. You ha- have to have a holistic understanding of what's at play here. Because while the Department of Homeland Security abdicates their responsibility to protect our border, actually making announcements that they're releasing people into the United States without so much as a notice to appear, as flimsy as, as that you know, order is, show up three years from now in Pensacola. Like They're not even doing that. Okay, so they're not even doing the bare minimum anymore. So as they abdicate that responsibility, what are they focused on? Well, it seems like every intelligence community at this point has announced and has been directed to make their primary objective the destruction of conservative American beliefs. The CIA has funded a new disinformation center. Well, They will, they will be focusing on public opinion within the United States. The FBI, of course, is on a rabid mission to target Americans under claims of domestic terror. As without evidence, we are constantly told that white Christians are the biggest threat to America and have to be censored and tracked and confronted by law enforcement for their traditional beliefs like being pro-life. You have the CIA, you got the FBI, DHS is in the mix as well, and for the last several years has secretly been training their operatives to act as a neo-Stasi regime in complete and utter violation of the First Amendment and the founding morals of this country. The story is that freedom... Uh, foundationforfreedomonline.com political police new documents show the DHS program to target middle-aged pro-life advocates and budding conspiracy theorists under a guise of de-radicalization These, this comes from FOIA documents from America First Legal they reveal the Department of Homeland Security very same that is now not doing their job at the border they are producing training videos They get bystanders to intervene against the radicalization of their peers. DHS targeted, quote, suburban moms with pro-life beliefs and, quote, hold old high school friends who believe in conspiracies as examples of radicalized citizens in need of intervention. These findings add to the litany of evidence the DHS has shifted its focus from threats of foreign terrorism to monitoring and meddling in domestic U.S. citizens' political beliefs. The FOIA files show the DHS Office of Terrorism and Violence Prevention, known as CP3, is using tax dollars all the way back in January 2021 
to screenwrite an online choose-your-own-adventure-style video series to de-radicalize friends and family. These are just typical everyday Americans with typical everyday American beliefs. But they've scripted out videos that are like a choose-your-own-adventure, like you're presented with a situation, and then you have to decide A, B, or C. What do you do in response to this developing situation? In other words, when there's some suburban mom that's like, I don't like killing babies in the womb, how are you as an authority of the United States and a law enforcement officer entrusted with massive powers because of terrorism? How are you supposed to respond to your neighbor, your old friend, maybe even family members who have different opinions than you? For example, DHS constructs a detailed profile for Anne, a, quote, middle-aged pro-life advocate. She is a suburban mom surrounded by stock footage of laundry and a minivan who has become increasingly more concerned about the welfare of other children. You can actually see the, the images, the screenshots they have that show, you know, what this looks like. Middle-aged pro-life advocate. Radicalization suspect, they call her, Anne. She's in her mid-40s, woman. The bystanders in this situation are a preacher, a bakery employee, and a primary care doctor. Here's the profile setup. This is the script they're writing for the little interactive film they're making. Profile setup. Visually, we see a portrait of our protagonist, Anne, along with stock footage you would associate with a suburban mom. Laundry, minivan, etc. Sound effects help build Jamie's environment. Voiceover. This is Anne, a resident of Elkville in rural America. Anne has always been religious, but since the death of her mother, she's become increasingly devout. She's a regular in a small town community, active in several church groups. While she's always been protective of her four kids, she's become increasingly more concerned about the welfare of other children, including the unborn. Well, go ahead and arrest her just to be safe. Wow, a mother concerned about the welfare of children? Well, how will the government intervene? How will the government correct her for becoming more devout? I mean, obviously, she's going through a mental crisis, right? When you have somebody die and so you turn more towards religion to cope with the grief, I mean, that's time for the American government to step in and make sure she doesn't get radicalized into her faith. Insane. Anne is an example of an ordinary American who happens to have a pro-life opinion. But according to DHS, an agency, by the way, first created to stop another 9-11 – Right, 9-11 happens. They're like, we need a Department of Homeland Security to protect us from the terrorists. Fast forward a couple decades, and suddenly DHS is training their employees to confront suburban mothers for having religious views. Okay? Her opinion warrants, they say, a government-funded video training instructing her entire community to treat her as a radical and to take real-life action against her First Amendment-protected statements. Audiences of DHS's de-radicalization videos would take the role of bystanders that are given options on how to intervene in Anne's political development. For example, audiences watch Anne's activities from the perspective of her preacher, her longtime friend, and her hairdresser. In one scenario, Anne mutters the phrase baby killer at a public ribbon-cutting event at a local bakery. DHS gives you, the bystander, three choices. Do you call Anne's husband, which is just like, what? I'm worried. She called somebody a baby killer just because they killed babies. You have to intervene at her husband. Get your wife in order. 
Your wife has political opinions. Put a stop to that. You could call Anne's husband. You could contact her preacher. Or you could stop by her house to intervene in her religious beliefs. And it actually has, you know, it has these choices. It has the script laid out. In another scenario, as Anne's hairdresser, viewers listen to Anne, quote, bring up pro-life arguments and ranting, after which Anne shows, quote, videos of violent protests on her phone. Oh, the violent pro-life protest, I'm sure. Once those exist, I'm sure there will be video of them. Bystanders are given three choices. Do you call the sheriff on Anne? Do you talk about Anne to your coworkers or her coworkers or – Do you research the groups Anne talked about? Well, that's definitely not the right answer. Definitely the last thing you want to do is research the claims made by pro-life people because that might inform you. This is essentially a state-funded instruction video for creating a modern STASI class where citizens are encouraged to report on one another even when no laws have been broken. There are other profiles for people like Courtney, an old high school friend of audience members who's become a budding conspiracy theorist. She too is associated by DHS with the imagery of suburban mom with the laundry and minivan, etc. What gets her wrapped up in DHS's informant dragnet is that after her divorce, she has become fixated on conspiracy theories regarding government connection to child abuse and trafficking. You know, like Jeffrey Epstein, like all of the confirmed legitimate actual events that have happened. If you're concerned about that, the DHS is training your fellow citizens to report you as a terrorist. This is actually happening. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid still highly toxic but containable now these companies had a stockpile of this poison and there was no affordable way to dispose of it lucky for them one of their major stockholders was also the secretary of the treasury who was responsible for the public health service at the time and by 1950 the u.s government began buying this toxic untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com.